Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Like, um, this is the anniversary of Saturday Night Live uh, first going on the air. And I have vivid memories of watching that show every Saturday night. My wife at the time and I had, had friends and we would get together with, uh, with our friends and we would either watch Saturday Night Live at our house or at, at, their, at their house. We'd go out to dinner, and then we would plan to be in front of the TV at, at, at 10.30 Saturday night. And we had, you know, special drink that we drank, and every once in a while we would, um, you know, spark a doob and, 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 and watch it. And, you know, those were really uh, great years. That was funny, funny stuff. And so many superstars started on Saturday Night Live. So we'll talk about memorable moments and do you have a memorable skit that you that you love we'll get into that in in the next hour i'm uh, glad you're with us it is wednesday i'm screwed on the air and um you know there's so much going on with the war and we do have to touch on it but we're going to get to that in in just a, just a few minutes nfl quarterback aaron Rodgers has challenged nfl tight end travis kelsey to a debate on the new covid vaccine Now, I mentioned the other day that I was going to get it. I haven't gotten it yet. In fact, I'm really late getting my flu shot. I haven't gotten the flu shot yet. Maybe I'll do that today or or tomorrow. But I want to get get this done. But, you know, honestly, I don't feel the urge to do this COVID vaccine as much as I had the urge to do the others. Because it does seem like we have reached a point where COVID, as bad as it, it can be, that we've really, um, since the pandemic, we have really developed herd, herd immunity. And, and so I, I don't feel the urge to get it, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. And I hope things work out fine. But Aaron Rodgers is very anti-vax. And Travis Kelsey did a commercial for the vaccine. And they've been kind of going back and forth. As you know, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of extra time on his hands because he got injured. And now he's out for probably the season. Travis Kelsey, he's got Taylor Swift on his hands. So he doesn't have a lot of extra time to to, to do this. But, you know, I mean, it would be an interesting debate. I would would have to tell you that I I think Aaron Rodgers would probably win the debate. And I I say that just because that's just my instinct uh, talking to me. But I think Aaron Rodgers would probably win the debate, although I don't agree with his, um, his side. I don't have a problem with vaccines, but uh, but a lot of you do, and that's okay. A lot of people are really anti-vax, and and the anti-vax movement really grew during the the pandemic, and it it caused a lot of people to just um, start to think negative things about vaccines in general, 
And, you know, there were people who died. Some people blamed it on the vaccine, but they died for other reasons. There might have been other things going on in their lives. But, boy, if they if they died anywhere near or during having COVID-19, COVID-19 was the was the problem. The vaccine was the issue. And it wasn't proven in, in, in a lot of different cases. So I think that would be an interesting, uh, interesting debate. Also, I, I mentioned this um, a little bit last hour, but I, I'm really proud of the city of New Orleans for creating this musician loading zone. There, now, now there's signs up there, kind of like passenger zones, but it's where musicians can, can pull up and unload their, their vehicle, unload all the equipment, and then, and then go park. And Mayor Cantrell was on hand for the unveiling of these new new signs, and that was great. She's all excited about it. I think it's I think it's wonderful, and I'm I'm glad the mayor's excited about it. She should be. It is a good, good, positive thing. However, apparently, and I heard this on the news last night, the idea was introduced in 2019. Why the hell did it take so long? And, and again, I, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm looking for something negative here or I'm looking for a problem. It's just that why did it take so long? And I think we should should bring these things up when we when we come to realize that it takes a long time to do stuff because we need as as citizens we we need to encourage you know we need to encourage our city and our state to just like get stuff done. I mean it just it takes so long to get anything done here, and and you know you've got meeting after meeting canceled. Uh, you've got stuff before the city council. Well, let's not make a decision now. We're going to cancel it or we're going to postpone it. A lot of stuff is postponed. And it's just a shame that it takes so long to to do the right thing. And I I guess that's the key. It shouldn't take so long to do the right thing. And the musician loading zones, hey, that was the right thing to do. And I hope that uh, all the musicians in the the quarter and uh, who have to unload equipment anywhere in the city... I hope there's a zone there for you to unload, and I hope that works out well for you. So it seems like it really was a was, was a good thing. All right, let's go to Ian Hoke with a couple of your text messages. Okay, we had uh, talked about uh, last hour, uh, the, the flap that we kind of had with Janice yesterday and whether or not the world is really worse off than it was before and do you need to be scared or whatever. Here's a text that says, If you've been living the last 40 or 50 years, you're either in denial or you've been living in a make-believe world if you don't realize that the real world is way more effed up than it used to be. So criticizing the caller for acknowledging that is wrong when she is absolutely correct in simply stating facts. I'm happy for you that you have a great personal life, but this world revolves around a lot more people and things going on than just you, your family, and your friends. You need to look at the picture as a whole. Some people are more realist and pragmatic, which I think is a better way to be because it allows you to be in more touch with reality. That's fine, except that in this particular case, this is a person that we're talking about who is negative about everything all the time, and it's always something new. I don't want to get into her specifically. That's her, her life to, to live. I'm realistic about the world, but I refuse to be pessimistic about the world. And yes, the world is effed up because there are a hell of a lot more people in it than there were before. And because people have allowed the world to be effed up, it, it is. But I'm not going to go around. I'm very realistic. If you listen to this show, you know that I'm very re- realistic about the world. But I'm not going to go around and, and I, I'm not going to buy into the idea that drag queens are, are a dearth to society. That drag queens and trans people are going to ruin us. I, I remember the debate that, that gay marriage was going to ruin America. I knew it wouldn't, and it didn't. 
I, I remember debates where the, the predictions were doom and gloom and it, it didn't happen. So, you know, if you, if you want to live your life that way, this is America, you can. But I suggest that, that having a positive attitude is, is a better way to get through life. And having a positive attitude doesn't mean you're looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. It doesn't mean you're not in touch with reality because I am. And I've got a lot of reality in my life. That maybe I don't always share. I share a, a lot with you, but I have issues. I have things going on in my life that I have to, to, to deal with. But I do wake up every day and I'm, I'm, and I'm positive. And, and I'm not going to look back and think, oh, the world was so much better back then. In a lot of ways, it, relatively speaking, it was bad back then, too. So, you know, we have a choice on how we approach it. People are sometimes polled on how they think you know, is crime better or worse than it was last year? Are things better now than they were four or five years? And people always say it's worse, it's worse, it's getting worse all the time. But the fact of the matter is the national violent crime rate has been falling. It's been going in one direction for the last couple decades. But we don't sense that. And when we get asked about it, we think it's the other way around. Well, people do not always, when they respond to polls, you're right, people don't always... um do not always reflect the, re- reflect the reality of, of life. Uh, here's a text that says, why doesn't Aaron Rodgers challenge a CDC scientist to debate instead of a spokesperson? You know, I think it's going to be, um, let, let me see if I can find that story. I think it's going to be a tag team because it's going to be, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers yeah, who and, is, and some, somebody else, some doctor or some, somebody, some other skeptic person, right? But somebody oh, who has, no, it's RFK. Oh, RFK. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's going to be tag team, Aaron Rodgers and RFK. And he wants to go against Fauci and uh, Kelsey. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, I would watch it. I kind of hate that this is a thing yeah. that might actually happen because it seems silly, but <laughs> that's just the world we live in. I would watch it. But I mean, I'm, I'm you know, bizarre things happening. It, it's fun and entertaining. So, yeah, I would definitely watch it. Somebody get Aaron Rodgers a crossword puzzle book. Here's a text that says, <laughs> Scoot, did you know the flu shot only lasts six months? So you're so mm, I'm not quite sure what this means. So you're stabbing with I don't know what this says. So gauge you're stabbing with the winter season. Example done in November. It'll last until April or May. Just a thought. Yeah. Well, I realize that uh, it doesn't last for forever and it's not 100 percent effective. But I've gotten the flu shot every year and. You know, once in a while something happens, but I feel like I'm, I'm pretty protected against the flu. Is it the shot? I don't know, but that's just what I, I choose to do. But yes, if you get it now, it carries you through the, the worst of the, the flu season. I'll give you two more quick ones. Uh, the texter who said the world is more effed up now than ever. Uh, that texter is obviously not a person of color or gay or any other minority that has been shunned by society. The world as a whole is better now than it was 50 years ago. But people like that texter see life as a zero-sum game. They think somehow, because someone else gains yeah. rights, they lose theirs. That is so true. And that's, that's, that's exactly what is happening with um, many people in blue-collar white America in particular. But there is this assumption that if somebody else gains rights, like trans people and gays and black Americans, if they gain rights, then I'm losing rights. I've seen a lot of people around me gain rights. I haven't lost any rights. So I don't know where that mentality comes from. I'll leave you one more text about the uh, saltwater wedge, which is retreating apparently back into the Gulf of Mexico. This texter says, 
a vessel carrying 60 million tons of freshly ground cracked black pepper from the Malabar coast of India, just flipped over in the Gulf of Mexico, right at the mouth of the Mississippi River, and the load of pepper is now making its way upriver towards New Orleans. Oh, good. There's always some, there's always going to be something to worry well, about. Throws, you know, can we get a, a like a freighter full of potatoes and onions, and maybe we can have a big, just a big soup, a big uh, kick-ass Mississippi soup? Yeah, maybe so. But, but wait, wait, you want a soup made out of the Mississippi River? No, I'm not sure. I, I mean, it, not. It, it does look kind of like the color of a good roux. I was just to say, maybe gumbo is more. Yeah, it looks like a good roux. Get some but rice I don't in know there. If I'm you drinking know, any of that. Well, no, the good news is, and, you know, and, and look, and, and the good. I mean, think about the people who were panicking over the saltwater wedge, and I don't think we should just forget about it, because if it if it got this close, it can get this close again. It's something we have to be cognizant of. But there were people who were just absolutely panicking over this, and it's retreating. Because it started to rain north of us, and other things, a few other things, I guess, have happened. So, you know, your choice. It's your choice. You can look at the world in a positive way or, you know, very negative way. And and there's a lot of negative stuff that we we have to talk about, but, you know, we, we try to always have a prevailing positive opinion. So now there seems to be some information from the U.S. State Department that Iran was not involved in helping Hamas. But yesterday we were talking about Russia helping Iran, Iran helping Hamas, because there are, there are nations in that region that are dedicated to bringing an end to Israel, to, to wiping out Israel as, a, as the, um, the Israeli state. And there was even some talk that uh, former President Trump may have given some secret information about that region, secret information the U.S. had to the Russians, and then the Russians gave it to the Iranians. Or Anyway, it got to the Russians, the Iranians, and then to Hamas. We don't know what the truth is, but there are people who do believe that we should uh, do something about Iran. I uh, dug this song up yesterday from Vince Vance and the Valiants uh, from 1980. Uh, this was uh, inspired by the U.S. Um, hostage situation, the Iranians taking um, U.S. Uh, citizens hostage. And we had a really tough relationship with, uh, with Iran, and we have uh, since then. All right. Um, I, I want to ask you if you think audiences should hear about the details of the atrocities that are taking place in this declared war between Israel and Hamas. Should radio and TV audiences be exposed to the realities? Or should we, should we not talk about those details? If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared war on the Palestinian militant group Hamas. And uh, today he directed the Firearms Licensing Division to go on an emergency operation in order to allow as many citizens as possible to arm themselves. And the plan takes effect um, almost immediately. So some horrific things have have happened. Um, You think we should hear about those things? It's really uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to hear what happens. It's, you know, our our life is good. It's it's, it's uncomfortable to, to hear about some of the atrocities. So should we not hear them? Is it, is it too much? Should radio and television not only warn people, but maybe just not even go into details about what's happening? Or should we hear it? Should we see it? I'm going to warn you that there are going to be some graphic things in this segment of our show. And some of these graphic things might be um, disturbing to you. But real life in this case is disturbing. These are disturbing things. So again, I warn you, there might be some things that are going to make you uncomfortable. But personally and professionally, as a talk show host, I think the audience should hear about it. I think the best way to form an opinion is to understand the reality of what's going on there. And we're not going to understand the reality because we're not there. But if we can get graphic descriptions of what is happening it causes us to better form an opinion about who's right and who's wrong. So what do you think? Do you think audiences should be exposed to the reality of what's happening? They show a lot more on the TV news now than they used to. You know, you rarely saw a dead body on the news. It's a lot more common today. So again... I warn you, it might be a little uncomfortable, but I think it's important for us to be uncomfortable if we are to judge what's happening to fellow human beings in another part of the world. The Israeli military led a group of journalists on tour of the Israeli village of Kifar Aza a day after retaking it from Hamas. What they found was horrifying. Many village residents were killed or taken captive on Saturday after militant fighters overran the kibbutz. Troops are seen recovering the remains of victims, placing them in body bags to be taken to nearby facilities. Major Doran Spielman says the massacre was horrific. Who could do this? They must have shed their humanity and what's left is something inhuman. To see baby carriages with bullet holes in them and blood. Who goes up to a baby and kills a baby? 
Who kills a mother? I, I see the bodies in their homes. This is the scene confronting Israel's military as it battles to beat back the Hamas assault. The fighting, which has left the country reeling, has killed hundreds in Israel and the adjoining Palestinian enclave, which remains under heavy Israeli bombardment. Spielman says Israel has no choice but to fight back and win. They want to destroy us. We have no choice. We don't want to fight them, but we will, and we will be victorious because if we don't, we have nowhere else to go. I'm Charles Dulatesma. Palestinians in the sealed-off Gaza Strip are now just scrambling to find safety as Israeli strikes demolish entire neighborhoods, hospitals running out of supplies and electricity, and water utilities shut off. After Israeli strikes hammered the Jabalia camp in northern Gaza, Palestinians dig through the rubble to pull out bodies. Scenes of devastation are everywhere, with men carrying blooded victims to the hospital on their backs. Airstrikes have smashed entire city blocks to rubble in the tiny coastal enclave and left unknown numbers of bodies beneath mounds of debris. The bombardment has raged on even though militants dragged an estimated 150 people into Gaza during weekend fighting. Israel has vowed unprecedented retaliation against the Hamas militant group ruling Gaza. Israel is forming a unity government to oversee the entire war effort. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and a leading opposition figure have created a wartime cabinet to oversee the fight against Hamas militants. The new cabinet will consist of Netanyahu, Benny Gantz, a senior opposition figure and former defence minister, and the current defence minister, a statement released by Gantz says. The cabinet will focus only on issues of war. It appeared the rest of Netanyahu's existing government members, a collection of far-right and ultra-orthodox parties, would remain in place to handle other issues. You know, we, uh, we we can't really avoid hearing about this because it is a is it a big deal? Yes, it is a big deal. And it does involve our country and also it involves human beings. You know, in the same way that we talked about the war in, in Ukraine, it, it involves uh, human beings. And I, I you know, I, I don't think we should just um, wallow in our comfort here and our safety, our relative safety in America and ignore what's going on elsewhere. So while we're not going to dwell on this, we are going to going to cover it. A man named Kamal uh, gave this report to the BBC from a basement in Gaza City where he was hiding from the airstrikes. It's very difficult. We don't have water. We don't have internet. We don't have electricity. Just surviving with some dates and the few things we've been able to secure in the past few days. It was so, so intensive, so terrible, so random. They didn't give us a warning as they did in the past few years. My lungs started to hurt me because of the bad smell that the explosives are giving. The noise is just breaking our ears. They're bleeding because it is so, so loud. I'm really scared. My heart is beating because I keep looking for the drone and saying, OK, am I the next person, you know? Ella is a young Israeli woman. She's living in a community very close to the border with Gaza, and she survived the attack on her village. I heard gunshots right next to me and the, the conversation in Arabic of terrorists that walking right right next to me. I thought that my life is going to end. I wanted wanted to uh, write to all my friends that I love them and that uh, they don't need to worry. AP correspondent Joseph Krauss reports that Israeli leaders have promised to exact an unprecedented price from Hamas, but it's not going to be easy and it won't be fast. They have said they will not go back to the status quo as they did 
after four previous wars in which Hamas was bottled up in Gaza but could still pose a threat to Israel. Whether that will be possible to carry out remains to be seen. It's possible that Israel could launch a ground assault into Gaza, but that would bring heavy casualties. It's possible that Israel could reoccupy the Gaza Strip, at least temporarily, and try to uproot Hamas. Hamas has deep roots in Gaza. It has tens of thousands of followers all across the Strip, and it has a lot of experience operating as an underground insurgency. So if the goal is to remove Hamas from power or to uproot it completely, this could be a prolonged and very bloody conflict ahead. And AP correspondent Joseph Fetterman says that Israel's siege of the Gaza Strip is likely to become a logistical and humanitarian nightmare that's going to draw in neighboring countries. During past periods of fighting, Israel always allowed some humanitarian aid. It always allowed its main cargo crossing to remain open, at least in a limited capacity. Now everything has been shuttered completely. That is the main gateway for cargo to go and food and stuff to go into Gaza. That's not an option anymore. So as this closure tightens and as it continues and as more and more people are forced to flee their homes in the coming days, we see a great risk of a humanitarian crisis unfolding. Egypt is the one party or one of the few parties that has relations with all sides. It borders Gaza, it has a relationship with Hamas, it has security relations with Israel, and often serves as a mediator between the sides. So we should be keeping a close eye on Egypt as the humanitarian situation unfolds. There's a chance that more and more Gazans are going to make their way to the southern border with Egypt. The question is whether Egypt is going to allow people in. The other question is, with the Israelis closing off the cargo uh, crossings, will Egypt step in and try to make up at least some of that difference? In a speech yesterday that was reportedly watched by nearly half of the people living in Israel, President Biden affirms that the U.S. is behind them 100 percent and warned other countries and organizations to keep their distance. This is an act of sheer evil. More than 1,000 civilians slaughtered, not just killed, slaughtered in Israel. This is terrorism. But sadly, for the Jewish people, it's not new. This attack has brought to the surface painful memories and the scars left by a millennia of anti-Semitism and genocide of the Jewish people. We stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. And we will make sure Israel has what it needs to take care of its citizens, defend itself, and respond to this attack. Let me say again to any country, any organization, anyone thinking of taking advantage of this situation, I have one word, don't, don't. Our hearts may be broken, but our resolve is clear. And there are young people on college campuses that are showing a very anti-Israeli sentiment, actually siding with Hamas. We'll talk about that. Republicans want to see more action against Iran. Uh, disposed, uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy had this to say. We need to go directly to what Iran has funded. We should enforce the sanctions that are already in place so Iran doesn't continue to make billions of dollars and fund terrorism around the world. And we should reassess our own intelligence here. Why did we miss this? Our intelligence knew Russia was going to invade Ukraine and they told the world. This is one of the greatest atrocities since the Holocaust. And the other thing we have to stand very clear is that we're going to stand shoulder to shoulder with Israel until Hamas is defeated. It's not about Hamas being weakened. 
Hamas must be destroyed for the atrocities that they have done. And I don't know how you destroy Hamas. I mean, you might destroy the physical unit of Hamas, but how do you destroy the ideology? And every time this, this comes up in the Middle East, we talk about destroying the ideology, and I don't know how we, de- we destroy that. If you need any evidence about how inhumane Hamas is, you may have heard this on the news, but there were scenes of babies that had their heads cut off. Who could do that to a child? Who could do it to anybody? But especially a child. And, and again, I think it's important for us to know the reality. Because as a country, we're allies with Israel. As people, we have opinions that I think are best formed by knowing the truth. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 1975, Saturday Night Live debuted on NBC. And one of the musical guests was a young singer named Janice Ian. And she had a, a, a song that really dealt with mental health. It, it dealt with not being the popular person. It was a really heavy song that had a very interesting message. And here's, some, here's part of the song that she played that night. We will have a little fun talking about Saturday Night Live coming up in the next hour. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot, and we'll be, we'll be back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I'm screwed on the air. Kind of a dark, rainy day. Halloween's coming up. Hey, we're going to have another great weekend with uh, fall-like weather this weekend, so that's something to look forward to. All right, let's go to uh, to Chunky, Chunky uptown. Chunky, you're on WWL. Hey, yeah, Scoot. Uh, another example of, uh, you know, religion making people do crazy things. Yeah. Uh, I think if you look back at history, it's the source of most of our conflicts. Um, it is. Very, very, very terrible. Uh, uh, I mean, we have to stop putting religion in our governments. Uh, that's what forces all this craziness, I think. I, I agree. And that's why it's so scary when these diehard zealot Christians talk about um, America endorsing Christianity. Um, it's, a, it's a scary thought when, when religion and government um, are, are the same. Let's go to uh, Pierre and Metairie. Pierre, welcome. Hey, Scoot. Well, first, I don't see this as a religious question. I think religion is superficially an issue, but this goes much deeper than that. Palestinian children, and Hamas has been in power since really 2006. So you're talking about young adults who've been raised to parade with machine guns, to hate Israel, to chant and... Uh, pray that every Israeli, every Jew has to die. 
those are problems. But I think what you do to defeat Hamas is the same thing that we did to defeat the Nazis, the Japanese in World War II, and more recently with ISIS. And it certainly does not mean killing the population. It means killing this organization that has hijacked the Palestinian people. Now, Iran seems to be the one calling the shots, and this happened because of Iran's timetable, not the Palestinians. I think, um, for example, you know, the Japanese used to think that their emperor was a god. They don't anymore. And it was because of how we handled them after we defeated them militarily. You can't, we do know that you can't leave it the way it is right now because this will continue to happen. So something different has to be done. And I think effectively that means getting rid of Hamas and freeing the Palestinian people of that mindset. Yeah, and boy, that's the difficult thing, Pierre, freeing people of the mindset because it's been, it's been ingrained in them since they, since they were born. At Harvard University, 31 student organizations um, signed off on a, on a joint statement declaring that we, are, we, the undersigned student organizations, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence. At the University of California at Berkeley, doesn't get more religious, I'm just get more liberal than that. Um, there were another coalition of student groups signed on to another statement saying we display our unwavering support of the resistance in Gaza and the broader occupied Palestinian lands. Glory to Palestine, glory to the resistance, glory to our martyrs. This is bad, it's alarming, but it's not new. You know, back in the 60s, there was the SDS, Students for a Democratic Society. Hey, that sounds like a, that sounds like a, a, a nice group, right? No, they were like militants. They, they, they were bad. So, an uprising on a college campus is is alarming, but let's not pretend that it's it's something new because this has happened before. All right, I'm coming up. I, I need to tell you about um, this um, store, this uh, city city is affecting stores in California because they've got prostitutes walking around everywhere. And apparently there's a new law in California making all this possible. Of course, it happened in California. We'll be back on WWL. You know, we always want to make sure that you're kind of aware of things that are going on. And we we'll try to give you some details, even if it's about a war, because it is really an important issue in terms of uh, human beings. Um, but uh, we're going to try to change the, the subject coming up in the next hour. This is the day in 1975. Saturday Night Live made its debut on NBC. What was a memorable Saturday Night Live skit for you? What was... Um, one of your favorite personalities. We'll talk about all of that and more coming up next. I'm Scoot on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.